You talking to me podcast back again. You got it right. Let's see. Check, oh, I had to think. Check about. your levels. Oh yeah, nice oh, and crisp. A nice loud. Yeah, the, the mic spiked. It was, it was good. <laughs> Mine's bigger. Yeah, Dustin is comparing size now already. He's well, got a big old bush. What, how many Kevin Harvick. 20, 20, 25. 25? 20, it says it on the can, Brock. Well, when you're homeless, it doesn't matter how big your beer is. It's not going to get cold. The nights get chilly here in Ohio. That's true. Yeah. Don't, so. Don't drink slow. I'm back with Brock Shank. Uh, motor mouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dustin Horner. The white. The other motor mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. And Ransom Carr. Uh, a lot of things probably happened while we were off. I don't remember a lot of them. Uh, one exciting thing, though, is me and Dustin uh, went out and saw our good buddy BJ Honius out at the racetrack, Shady Bowl. I wanted to go to that. That, that sounded fun. Well, here's the exciting part. We didn't invite you, though. I did, actually. I, did. I know, I know. I know it's over to the public, but I thought it would be weird. Even, even so. You guys come here, up. too? Dude, what's up? Yeah. You hang out at the tree shack too? Like, we're, oh, we're gonna shit. hang out, right? I didn't come with anybody else. Brock, is there ever a time you don't talk? Like maybe at a racetrack? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. I'm just talking over the uh, <laughs> cars, yelling to the person next to me. Uh cool cool uh little story, backstory that you probably don't know, Brock, that if anybody's uh, still a listener from when we first started, BJ was one of our first guests. And when he came on, right. we said, hey, you know, when you win a race, we'll have you back on. He was like, oh, God, so you may not have me back on or something, like, kind of jokingly. We yeah. went to Shady Bowl, and he won that very race. So we haven't had him back on because it would have been back-to-back weeks. But right, uh, right, we're looking right. at getting him back on here as soon as possible. Um, but he uh, he won again. Yeah, we went, and he won again this, this last race. It probably doesn't happen that often with guys at that level because they've got no sponsorships. It's all coming out of their pocket. Or maybe, right. well, maybe he has some, but it's just so tough to do. Right. Well, we talked to him about getting on the podcast before Shady Bull, so I, we're going to take all the credit for it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, 100%. if you try to come on our podcast, you're going to do something good. It just happens. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good, good things vibes. happen to people. That never happens to us. It just happens yeah, to never people. for us. No, I'm still waiting to get booked for my next show. <laughs> Probably going to be an open mic at the chapter. Joy and the happiness leaves us. It yeah. seeps into you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We're like Pledge, and you're the old dry piece of wood. <laughs> we make We're shiny. just oozing with excitement and shiny, oily goodness. Oh, man. So, it was a... Uh, it was one of those like photo finishes too, of all things. Like he was trailing. Where did he start? Like fourth or fifth, something like that. Yeah. And uh, he worked his way up the whole race, and then the last lap, last turn, comes around. He nudges the dude. The dude kind of almost like he tries to cut him off. Yeah. And he had the low side. Cuts he, under him. He did the old rubbins yeah. racing, buddy. And he rubbed like, him and cold went, trickle. He cold trickled him. Went flying. Bow I imagine him. a photo finish Bow at Shady Bull being an old guy with a Polaroid. Just keep trying to guess it at the right time. Dang it. Not too far off. <laughs> well, the best is my dad's got a ponytail, and they loved my dad there. Like, he didn't even, like, try. Like, he got out of the car. We literally pulled up and parked, and this guy goes, Hey, how you doing, buddy? And my dad oh, goes, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. And he was like, he Yeah, friends I've been out here racing. I uh, would love to come back out and race again. Just starts talking to my dad forever. And so then we leave, and we sit down, and we get, he gets up to go to the bathroom, and some guy's like, Hey, how you doing, buddy? My dad's like, hey, man, like, waves to him. He goes, they just love me here. And as we were leaving, these guys were like, hey, man, you be careful, buddy. And he was like, oh, all right. Did you hear that part? Yeah. As he was leaving, I was like, what the and hell is going on here? their own. Yeah. My dad's like, man, I fit right in here. It's like my new home. Sorry about your boy, if that's him. With the <laughs> yeah. Shaved head and his fake tan. Yeah. That'd be disappointing. 
Listen, I don't like being called a fake tan. Okay? Uh, <laughs> well, artificial, real, maybe? Yeah, some of it's real now. Superficial? Uh, yeah, yeah superficial. Yeah, this, this was like the, I think Saturday night at Shady Bowl is like Friday night football in Texas. Yeah, for that for that crowd for that yeah. town. Yeah, for people who don't know what well, we're talking about. Well, it's in the middle about. of nowhere. Shady yeah. Bull is what uh, Oh, Home Depot owns that, right? Uh, the dude that drives for Home no, Depot. No, no, that's uh, Tony that's Eldora. That's the oh, dirt track. Okay, okay, okay. Gosh, get my race tracks mixed up. Is that where you? Is that where you were at? That's that where I was you, at. Is that, is that why we didn't see you? I had three hot dogs, <laughs> and I'm you know I'm trying to balance them. Yeah, you and you handle hot dogs pretty well. I'm calling out to you guys. Now, where's Shady Bowl? It's uh, DeGraff. Route, yeah, Route, route 4, route 235. Route. Well, it's a good drive. Yeah. About an hour and a half. past. You literally look like you're here in Ohio. There's yeah. nothing to do. So, I mean. Well, it's, it's out in the middle of nowhere. So, there ain't much to do around there. There's nothing to do out there. So, like, they yeah, just this pull is, in this massive field and park. Basically. Yep. Yeah. And then they're, but they're racing yeah, like cars with it. sheet metal on them, right? Stock cars. Oh, yeah. Like a yeah. stock car. Some yeah. of them. He, he races in the Vore series. It's like small compact. It's compact cars. They had uh, had pro stock cars. They had open Yeah, they got like a wheel bunch modifies. of different, you know, uh, so it's, versions that are out there racing. They had a couple of different groups racing. His is one of the funnest, though, because it's like little Toyotas that got sheet metal covering them, and they done them up nice. Like, he works at a body. His dad owns a body shop, so he does it up. looks good. And but it's all weird flat sheet metal, right? Like uh, over a roll cage. It's not a regular. It's not a Honda Civic, off the road. Yeah, yeah. tires on it, right? Yeah, I mean they used to be. They yeah, to, it used they to be to, obviously. They put yeah. the safeties in them. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty much covered in sheet metal now. Like it's got the roll cage and all that. But it's cool. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, that, to me, that's the most exciting racing was was theirs. Yeah, because it's back and it's, forth. It's, like you just don't yeah. know. It's, it, you see the good drivers, and I'll tell you what. My dad looked at me and goes, that boy can drive. And my dad's known him since he was a kid. You know? Yeah. Uh, funny story about BJ. My mom and dad, for the longest time, I don't know if you remember this, they wouldn't let him spend the night at my house when we were in fifth grade because I had a sleepover for my, for my birthday. And <laughs> he, he ruined it for Oh, he ruined it. He was, we locked him out of the bedroom, and he was yelling at us. And he, do you remember this now? Yeah. And he goes, if you don't let me in, I'm going to move his parents out here. And my parents heard it. And my mom and dad are like, I mean, that's rude. Like, who would say that to him? I'm like, he's a, I mean, what are you doing? Like, you don't move a man you with a ponytail? You don't know BJ. I mean, come on. <laughs> and when he says it now, we're just like, eh, it's yeah. It's BJ. BJ, yeah. He's, the, he's the, you and him would love it. You guys, he has a hit it off good. He's a good dude. The, yeah, I. set him up on a date? Jesus, yes. They're both married. Yeah. I it's heard right. a lot of <laughs> uh, parents whisper to their son, like, uh, hey, Jason, come out here for a minute. And I'd stay in the room and I'd be like, hey, I think it'd be a good idea if Brock didn't come over. Here. <laughs> I've heard that so many times, like in a quiet, hushed tone, you know, where I was. I can't imagine it. why. I thought I was pretty cool, but yeah, I was kind of like BJ. I didn't realize to just mellow out around the parents, you know, I was just kind of myself the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Didn't want to Eddie Haskell it, you know. But right. Should have backed down a little bit. <laughs> you know, it kind of, like, when you say it that way, it makes me look at my son's friends and I think. I kind of look at them in a different light, like those kids that are kind of annoying, and I'm like, I don't like this kid. I don't want him over him. Then I think about like, ah, he's the BJ, he's the Brock. Yeah. Like, Do you point him out and say, oh, that's that's the so and so, or that's the. That I will now. That kid's the asshole, like I was. You know? Oh yeah, I was. Uh, listen, when I was younger, I wasn't really an asshole. As I got a little older, that I turned into an asshole. I think I came out of the asshole stage now a little bit. I, mean, I got my grumpy days, but. 
Okay. All right, we'll, 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 we'll stay reserved for that then. Uh, Say whatever you want, man. It's your yeah, man. <laughs> hey, fuck you guys. Back We're looking for new hosts on the podcast, man. The fact that you drove me here, I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> the look said it all, you son of a bitch. Uh, so what, what have you been up to, Brock? You done anything special lately? No. Okay. Uh, thanks for bringing us up to the podcast. <laughs> no, actually, we just did a I show. I don't think Brock should come over anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Callback. Oh, that was a great It was callback. only 45 seconds old, but that's still a good callback. Yeah, that was a good callback. No, well, we did a uh, show. I'm out, guys. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, he's done. I'm good. He's. He, I got a clicker when he talks. <laughs> I was going to say, keep it up. You're, you're starting to talk too much. Brock's not going to like and that. And this is going to end quick. No, uh, we did a show with Keith Irving. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It, is it D-A-T-V? D-A-T-V. We're going to be on TV, bitches. Yeah, Dayton... Dayton TV, and they have the cool studios, and we've been doing a show. I, I've been doing a little show with him. Uh, this is twice now for two months, so it's once a month, so it's not like it's But he hasn't put either one out yet. They're going to be out soon. No, he's got to edit it up and everything, and it's going to be on TV and, and on a website. And we kind of talk to comics or somebody of interest like you. We talk to you about movie making. and <laughs> not a, I'm not a comic. I'm just someone of interest. Well, I mean, we talk to funny people. Too that aren't comics, but I'm still, still not, not feeling not you. the love here. No, it's still, it's still not you. Were you just you walking by? You yeah. make yeah. movies. There's an empty chair. In like people say, you're in a movie. I say yes, in as much as your eight year old daughter can make one on her iPhone. I am in a movie. Yes. So no, we talk to people that are doing that, local filmmakers and stuff. Yeah. To try to shine a light on like Dayton's got a lot of talented people, but we've got a bad geographical spot. And it's like, ah, Dayton, who cares? But everybody's got to come from somewhere. Well, you know what? And the, to the other side of that, and I, I swear, this is, maybe this is just me trying to live the dream, but I feel like because of where we're at, at some point, we're going to get noticed. Like, I know that sounds crazy because we're not in Hollywood, but you're just another fish in a gigantic ocean in California. Yeah, there you yeah, You're super At least special. here, we if we hit, do something that's really good yeah. and people look at it, they'll go, shit, man, these guys are onto something. They're here in Dayton. Yeah. So then all of a sudden people start talking about it. And then I think it, in a way we have a shot to really get recognized here, but we have to put together the right content. And right. Whether it's going to be a Corey's movie or it's going to be something else that we do, we, we just got to get it out there. Yeah. So, well, yeah. You mentioned the iPhone. Do you think that's a, a hard thing now that everybody and their brother can easily film something? No, because it still separates. I yeah. think there's more content out there for, like, if you're going to put in a film festival for the judges to go through, because you can get a camera with your credit card and start filming crap and get a free, pretty much, editing program on your Mac mm-hmm. and put together a, and I'm doing air quotes, everybody, movie, and then they got to sift through all that crap. So if you're paying 100 bucks a pop to, for entry fees and they're going to watch 10 minutes of each one, it's so easy for people to just get tired of everything and just go enough. But, you know, like you listen to somebody like, Kevin Smith talked about making Clerks or whatever. Some of the first movies that nobody's like us made. They had film and they had to be careful with it and not waste time and plan stuff out and really, really be conscious about what they're doing. Whereas now you really don't. You can just film and film forever. Right. It'll fit on a little thing that fits in your pocket and you can just you can make a six hour movie about nothing that nobody ever wants to see. Right. And if you got a hundred bucks and your parents think you're special then they'll enter it into a Film festival, and then some. I, I mean, that's kind of my point. Do you guys think it's hard to get something quality though out there? When there's a, there is a lot of crap out there. No, I don't think I don't think it's any harder than it ever was because there's still so many untalented people. 
It's just the untalented people have an easier way to get their untalented crap out there. Yeah. So it's just more crap to shift through. It's yeah. like granola. There's a lot more there's a lot more raisins and granola than peanuts and cashews. You know what I mean? Or the M and M's. Hardly any M&Ms. That might be the worst analogy I've yeah. ever heard. It's but. like a 50 gallon bucket of granola and there's two M&M's in there. Whereas 20 years ago, it's a 10 gallon bucket of granola. Okay. We'll take your word for it, Brock. About Brock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's hey, a movie analogy. Hey, he didn't, I was going to say, he didn't reference a movie. The, <laughs> okay. Did you guys ever see the movie about Earl the Goat Manigold? No. Wait a minute. Name the basketball best player. basketball player. Yes, yes, of course. Name the movie. What was it? I don't the remember. Goat, right? The Goat. Yeah, I think it was The Goat. Oh, okay. He was Michael Jordan. He was LeBron James. He was all those guys were one of the one. He was just unbelievable. But he had a drug problem. Never got noticed. Never became famous. So it's not, un, I don't think, unrealistic to think that maybe some of the most talented actors or movie makers are sitting in Indiana in a farm somewhere and they just... They're never going to get around to it because they got to do their chores or whatever. You know, they're never ever going to get around to being able to do what they want to do. And I think that could be us. We could be like, "Hey, there's these guys in Dayton. They're they're funnier than anything we see on Comedy Central. Right. Let's go." Yeah. I mean, I know guys that I see do comedy that are funnier than most of the stuff I've seen on Comedy Central. Why aren't they on Comedy Central? Nobody knows they exist. Right. Because there's plenty of guys that are somewhat okay. It'll be on Comedy Central instead because they've been grinding it out longer. Well, it's or like those, they live work, in the right spot. those workaholic guys, they were all doing YouTube videos. And, Is that uh, how they got started? Yeah, and the guy that had a Comedy Central saw it and was like, yo, bring them in here. So they brought them in, they pitched a show, and they were like, no, like we don't want to do that show. Uh, what about if you guys do this show and gave them workaholics? And they were all like, eh, I don't know, we kind of like this. I'm like, well, you know, you could keep it on YouTube or you could do this. And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah. we'll do that. We'll do that. And now it's huge. Like, it's been one of the biggest. They, they brought the talent. Yeah. And they plugged the talent into whatever outlet you wanted right. to be. Yeah. I don't know what their original idea was, but whatever. The, the basics are the same. It's it's three jerk-off buddies in whatever situation you put them into, making really bad decisions and being really delusional. By jerk-off, you mean Dustin. We're <laughs> yeah. just buddies, Dustin. <laughs> Uh, Propositioning me again. There was a uh, there was a really cool video, and you guys have probably seen it, but it was like uh, a year or two ago when that movie Boyhood came out. That um, oh, what's his name? Ethan Hawke did, and they filmed it over like twenty years. And it was, oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. They they caught him on the red carpet, and they were like talking to him. They're like talking about the way that movie is filmed, and he was like, you know, people do unique things all the time, and he's like, there's always something new that we haven't seen. He goes, and someday down the near future, we'll probably hear about this guy in Dayton, Ohio, filming a movie uh, that we all haven't seen before. And we're all like, oh, wow, this guy's in Dayton, Ohio. And I had everybody that was like close to me sending me this clip of him saying that, like, yeah. dude, he's talking about you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, and that'd be so awesome. Like, but it is, it was almost like a motivational thing. I was like, yeah, it could be me. Like, why not? You know, like, made me want to write new shit. So, but you, you really don't know where it's going to come from. It's just important that you keep well, doing it. Like, we talked about in the last pod- podcast about it's either a superhero blockbuster movie that they play safe and know they're going to make a ton of movie or some guy from Dayton, Ohio making an original yeah. idea, you know, with his with his iPhone, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all doing I mean, something. They, there's different. nothing in the middle anymore. And like, if you guys need to get a hold of me, <laughs> 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 ransom.car, yahoo.com. 
That's all. Uh, contact you spell his, your name his agents. People. Yeah, no, that, you're really hung up on that because it is. It yeah, is I spelled it wrong. I was like, still, still in R. It's K A R R. In case I've missed a couple emails from people spelling it wrong. Steven Spielberg. R A N S O N dot K A R R at Y A H O O dot com. And speaking. Someone's getting porn. <laughs> that would suck. More porn, I should say. Yeah, that is my real email, so I'll probably <laughs> fuck myself there. All um, 20 listeners we have. Adam Carolla has the most, uh, the most famous, the biggest podcast, the most successful yeah. podcast in the in the nation. Um, he was on whatever nothing morning radio in California. Really funny guy. He also had Love Line with Dr. Drew at the time. Yeah. So we do that in the evenings. Well, Alec Baldwin's limo driver used to l- record Love Line because it was on at like 1130 at night and he had to pick Alec Baldwin up early in the morning. And he would play it and Alec Baldwin would be listening to it and go, God, this guy's a riot. I love this because he's in New York and yeah. they're not getting it out there in L.A. Somehow this guy's getting it. And he'd jump in the corner and go, you got any more of that guy? He's like, yeah, I got some Corolla here. And he's like, oh, let's pop it in, pop it in. So then he's like, yeah, you should call him. And and so Alec Baldwin started calling him, and I don't think he could believe it at first. He's like, you're a fan of mine, you know? Because this is back when before Adam Carolla was Adam Carolla. He was just some jerk on the radio yeah. and a Loveline guy. And that was nationwide, but it was mostly just jerk-off teen kids yeah. listening yeah. to it. And it wasn't anything super special. He wasn't, you know, it's a C-list celebrity. And that's how he oh, kind of got got some of his followers where Alec Baldwin was a fan of his. You figure even somebody like that's got to like stuff. He's got to be entertained by something. Right. Well, yeah. why shouldn't it be me? Why shouldn't it be my podcast? Right. Well, and the nice thing is, like, it's not like people are chomping at the bit to work with us in comedy, but we do have that opportunity here and there to come across somebody that might be able to be like, hey, man, yeah, I like what you're doing. You know, let, right. me, let me see what else you got. You show them, all of a sudden, an opportunity happens. You just never know. I mean, you never know who that's going to be. Like, I just did uh, a show with Jake. I don't want to say his name wrong, but Jake Ian, Jake Leonero. Some, I'll spell it on the fucking Facebook yeah, page yeah. or whatever. But uh, he's done Rob Schneider movies. He's done two. He did The Animal and uh, uh, Deuce Bigelow. And then he was like, hey, let's cross-promote cross our YouTube channels. And he's, sure enough, like, yeah. last week he put something out saying, check out my good buddy Ransom Carr. Uh, for more great content, bitch, and then that was it. And I was like, that made my day. I was like, holy That's shit! Cool. Like this dude's already done more than I can imagine. And he took time to promote my shit. You know, like wow. You put content out there and, and you're entertaining. You know, there's somebody that's got to make a three-hour drive and they're like, oh god, what a drag. What do I do? Well, I'm gonna listen to my buddy Ranson's podcast. I'm gonna listen to Joe Rogan and Adam Carolla or whatever. Right. You're gonna roll it into one. I've had many people tell me when my brother and I had a podcast, they're like, we, we would save you guys up. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, we'd, we'd hoard them all, and then when we had to go on vacation, we'd list them all. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow, that's very cool that somebody would bother. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's what's cool about the internet. You can see like how many people are checking you out, and you get a lot of feedback. Like, oh, yeah, you guys are hilarious, man. I, I love to listen to your podcast. I love to listen to what you guys are doing. Right. This yeah. is not so hilarious. This is a bad example. No, I don't. Hilarious. I mean, it's it's, it's informative. Just, yeah, yeah, it's just us just talking and what we do. I mean, it's. But we next week we have a guest, so that should be fun. Who? <laughs> Jessica Grau. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, I want to. I want to talk to her. Yeah, that'll be a good time. I always like to hear about people's backstories because I my question is always, who gave you the balls 
to do anything but work at the post office or weld sheet metal together. This is Dayton, Ohio. I love that analogy, too, that you have, like, the you... Granola? <laughs> Definitely not that one. That's probably the worst analogy I've ever heard. And not... The granola analogy is solid. <laughs> it... <laughs> if you think about it. It's as solid as you're singing. <laughs> mm. I had one bad song and I played it for these guys, and they won't. I still want to copy that. I think we should play that. That should be our intro music. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. If we didn't get uh, we didn't get in trouble for copyright, yeah, but yeah, it's it's bad enough. I think I you can think. go ten seconds yeah. on copyright. We'd lose. You? We'd lose. Yeah, it's a like you can go le- ten seconds or less, I believe, and you don't have to do anything. I love that there's all kinds of crazy rules. Like nobody can keep up with it. Is like you're just bound to get. Sued. I listen to Chick McGee podcast a lot too, and he'll play music, and he goes, "Hey." When they call us to sue us, see if they want to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a famous man. Hey, I got Aerosmith on the phone. <laughs> Guys, we, we think you're fantastic. Yeah. We're not hey, selling Before anything. you sue us, can you? That's hilarious. Yeah. So. Chick McGee. There you go. Chick McGee does a podcast because he doesn't get to talk enough on radio. That, that would be me. I got about a four-hour radio show. Yeah, like, that's more, that would totally I want to talk some more. I don't know if he does talk a lot on the radio. On the it's a lot of time. Oh, on the radio, that's true. Yeah, yeah it's, he just does his little sports things, and that's about it. Well, he's he's involved, but yeah, his hip hop his podcast is more in depth. It's pretty good. I liked it. I I just listened to it for the first time because Ryan was on there. And I was yeah. into Ryan. Like the right last after, time, right after he oh, what, he did, you dude? He had Burt yeah. Kreischer on, and the last time he was at Dayton Funny Bone, we were hanging out. Me and him and Jay it was his birthday. He was all pumped because Chick McGee gave him a pair of shoes for his birthday. So I guess Chick's got like 250 yeah, pairs of shoes. No, that's all They're the same size. His birth's like, look, Chick gave me a pair of shoes. I got free shoes. That's crazy. Like, you, got, you got to hang out with Bert? Yeah, yeah he's, really, he's really fun, man. Yeah, that's what I hear. I, I saw his uh, whole thing with the news. Or he, did you see that? I know yeah. we talked about it on the podcast. but well, like, He talked about it on, on uh, about last night's podcast, too. Yeah, 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 yeah that's what know. I was talking about. Yeah, that was hilarious where he... Like, just didn't like doing the fucking report. Did you see it for no, before the Liberty show? No. And he just took his shirt off and fucking was like, fuck it, I'm done. Got up and walked off the fucking news report. <laughs> then he walks onto the where they're getting ready to do the weather and he just starts yelling. Like, about, I don't even remember what he was yelling. Like, I'm going to be at Liberty Township. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I saw some of it. And I, he was like, whoa! And he like walked up and the news reporters were laughing so hard. Well, I just assumed it was planned. It wasn't planned. He just said, fuck it. All right. Like, he was he, like, Liberty was sold out already. He mentioned something like he was basically the. They'll send them a sold-out guest every now and then, so another non-sold-out guest later on, a couple of weeks, will get a TV spot, too. Oh, okay. So he was kind of the guy helping out, but he's like, I already have this place sold out. Yeah, what am I promoting? You can't come promote. if you want to. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have some fun, basically. So he rips his shirt off, and was, wasn't he standing by the weather map? Yeah. Too? Yeah, and he was, like, yelling, like, at, by the weather map, and, like, the, he said the news, the, the weather chick was like not laughing, but yeah, the dude, I watched it. The dude was rolling. It was, the, it was great. The main guy that was like <laughs> conducting the interview yeah. is just sitting there laughing so hard. He's hunched over laughing because what are they going to do? There's nothing they can insane. do. Yeah, yeah they're like, oh, we lost it. Hopefully he doesn't say anything too bad. Yeah. And he was just hilarious. Like he did everything that we've always wanted to do. He was clean too. I mean, he was, yeah. Didn't cuss he me. said he was hammered. He said drinking all yeah. night. Slept for like an hour. Then went to this report, like this news right. channel. Like, drove all night there from Detroit. Like, oh, really? So yeah. uh, it was like Channel 9, Cincinnati or something like that. Yeah, and he had to be at Liber- the Liberty Show. That's and then he got down man. there and did that. Oh, my God, that's the funniest, dude. He's a, he's a funny guy. He's a great storyteller. That's I would love to meet that guy. He's, he's really cool. 
different. That, that's what that's what gets me with him is his stories are awesome. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. not like a punchline after punchline. It's, it's yeah, it's just stories. It's just are stories. Just, well, you know, it's funny. Keeps you listening. That if you haven't listened, to it, you should listen to that about last night podcast that he did because you know how you and I are always talking about we have funny stories but we don't know how to present them on stage. Right. That's how he started. Like people are like, you got to do that on stage. You're like I, I can't. And then I, like I don't know work. His, yeah. his stairway to heaven, if you will. The machine. Yeah, the machine. The machine story. Yeah. The greatest. Yeah, but he didn't want to do it. Oh, really? He's yeah. like, I don't know how to present That's this a long stage. story. And if you approached me as like a novice comic, I'd be like, ah, that's too long. That'll yeah, never yeah. work. Yeah. And no one will care. Yes, he didn't want to right. do it. And somebody, no one will believe it. I wish no I remember care. who it was, but I told him that he goes, I can't do this on stage. And he finally did. I was watching, uh, um, oh, man. Come on. Black hair used to do the uh, used to do the weekend update on uh, Saturday Night Kevin Live. Kevin not him, and not Dennis Miller. Norm, Norm, Norm McDonald. I watched his last special, and I was just thinking, I I'm into it because it's Norm, and it's very odd. Some of the stuff I he love says. Norm, yeah. But can you imagine him talking to an audience that doesn't know who he is when he's a you know a beginning comedian? He's just so odd. I yeah. bet he bombed a lot. I bet so. If that's yeah. what he did. Yeah. Because it's just weird. It is weird. It's weird. And it, and it almost only works if you know them. It's if in you a just weird know way. That he's yeah. a strange guy because he almost seems uncomfortable and odd up there at points, and you're just like, oh, maybe this guy has only done this a few times. You know, that's what you might think if right. you didn't know who he was. He told this story about you know the astronauts going up into space, and 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 it's that's what comedy is. You find that. It's like a, I, I, I call comedy like a dirty penny laying on the ground. Everybody sees it peripherally, but they don't really see it, see it. And somebody goes, man, I can pick that up, shine it up, and it'll be a shiny penny. And it'll, it spins just like any other one. He's like, there was an astronaut that had to stay on the shuttle and watch the other guys. Oh. He's like, he's looking around, he's like, are those motherfuckers <laughs> golfing? <laughs> and he goes, and then they're good guys. So when they get back to the shuttle, he was like, Guys, guys, how was it? And he goes, and because they're good guys, they just go, ah. <laughs> I feel like that kind of thing. I prefer it here myself, you know, on the Apollo 13. Right. But, uh, <laughs> that's great. But he just does it in this dry, deadpan way that it's just the most hilarious thing. You're like, yes, that's real. That really happened. Somebody had to, hey, uh, Jim, you're going to have to stay back and watch the controls. Everybody knows the other two guys' names. Yeah. He went up there just like they did. He had to stay and watch the ship. Oh, God. So then float away or whatever. I don't know what they were worried about. Right. Uh, speaking of that, did you, uh, just to throw something out there, you watched a couple uh, specials lately, haven't you? Like, you watched Stanhope? I watched him and I watched Doug Stanhope. Yeah. Uh, how were they? Both good? Would you Doug Stanhope them? is always good if you like Doug Stanhope. He's another... Like, odd one, he's smart. He goes deep into, you know, uh, talking about just life and, and policies, and sometimes it's politics, sometimes it's just how we, we're full of crap and we delude ourselves, and he gets down to the truth. Boom, boom, what, the way, it, stuff that's you wouldn't normally talk about in polite society, he digs down into, which I'm sure he's another one that bombed a lot. Because you go to a comedy club, people want to have a good time, and he's kind of talking about the negative aspects in life, and it's just, it's a... It's raw, man. Doug right. Stanhope is. Yeah. But yeah, I like them both. Did Did you guys know him prior to him taking over the Man Show? No. I did that one. I I personally, and this is maybe it's just my ignorance, but I didn't know who he was. I no. heard, I've heard. When did he take over the Man Show? It was the last, right after Corolla and 
I stopped yeah, maybe watching. I, didn't. I stopped watching when they left because I was like, I don't. Yeah, care. I watched I don't it care for a couple episodes, guys. and and they they did. I think they just. And I don't think it was them. They what year was that? Producers or whatever. Oh, was mid nineties. Okay, then yeah, that's probably, probably where I get known from then. Because I I know him better from being on the Howard Stern show. Okay. Like I heard him so many times on there, but I that was probably like he just doesn't early he doesn't strike me as the Comedy Central guy. Like it. No. To, yeah, he's very edgy. Not, yeah. Like, he does not give a shit. Yeah. Like, and that's, I think that's his best stuff. I mean, it's just. Yeah, he's a, he's definitely a comedy club guy. His. Doesn't think a lot of Dayton, though. Like, he, I heard uh, him on, what was it? Was it the Rogans? Yeah, it was Rogans, the End of the World podcast, the night of the election. Oh, yeah. And he was on there, and he goes, uh, he goes, it was him, Burt Kreischer, <laughs> Rogan, and somebody else. But Burt was talking about, I was just in Dayton, and he's like, and I was there, like, hey, yeah, you got a sellout. And he was like, oh, wow. He's like, I didn't know I was that, that famous. And they're like, well, they papered the room, meaning they gave out tickets. Yeah. And he was like, oh, shit. So I'm not going to make shit off this show. And they were like, yeah, you know, whatever. And so uh, uh, Dan or Doug says, uh, he goes, you know, uh, you know how I knew I made it famous? And they were like, how? And he's like, so I didn't have to play fucking Dayton anymore. <laughs> he's like, that fucking Lisa Grigsby who used to own Jokers. He goes, she had a fucking sex shop in the front of the comedy club. You walk in, there's fucking dildos everywhere. <laughs> fucking bitch. Fuck that bitch. I'll never play Dayton again. I was like, holy shit. Really? Yeah, she didn't even, you know, Joker's ain't even yeah, around right, anymore. Right. Yeah. And she's actually time, a really yeah. cool chick if you ever met her. Like, she actually said she'd do the podcast. We need to get her on. Because she's she was around in the heyday of comedy. Oh, like, yeah, I'm sure she's got some great she's stories. She's got some stories. Some I love the behind-the-scenes stories. Yeah. Me too, dude. And that's why I tell everybody about live comedy. I, I tell them, look... If you want to hear safe stuff that you will definitely not be offended from, I've got a set list for that. But that's like Comedy Central stuff. You can see that in your living room because that's safe enough that they can sell Crest toothpaste. Right. Right. The other stuff that you can't hear on Comedy Central, we don't need Crest because you guys are Crest toothpaste. You paid your way yeah. and you're buying the drinks. We don't need them. All I need you to do is sit and listen and pay your tap at the end of the night. And then you can have this other list that they will not put on TV because Crest is terrified that I'm going to offend somebody. Right. You have a special opportunity here. This is live. That also is a better analogy than your fucking granola. Oh, I stand by the granola. <laughs> I stand by that. A fifty. Listen, a 50-pound sack of just the brown crunchy stuff. And there's two M&Ms in there. 50-pound barrel. And then you go down to a 10-pound and there's two M&Ms. So much easier to find. That's a great analogy. That's a good one. Nobody likes just the granola. The reason I brought up this, uh, the Hit specials me. is I watched Sarah Silverman's, which I felt is fantastic. I highly urge I you to I need to watch that. I do it like starts her. off, her first couple of little bits are a little bit slow, and I literally thought, oh, God, is this going to be terrible? And oh, then, yeah. And then she fucking crushed it. Some of the stories, some of the shit she did was great. Another thing I watched, I don't know if you have Showtime, is I'm Dying Up Here. Have you seen that? It's no. a, It's produced by Jim Carrey. It's about, like stand up in like the late 70s and it's kind of uh focused around like uh uh what's her name Polly Shore's mom um Mitzi oh, Mitzi yeah. yep it's kind of around her and like how she ran <laughs> the comedy store no. and it's uh, it's really good man i it's not real funny it's kind of dark and it shows a lot of like how these open micers are trying to get and some of it holds true to today some of it is probably you know a little bit different at the time but like it's it's really inter- it's really interesting. Like I, I like showing it. some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, kind. Of. I mean, it's a st- it's a it's a show. So it's like it's it's like a, a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of everything. It's like it's it's not like it's not like completely Mitzi, uh, but it's like the story's based around her, like the character. You know what I mean? Like the woman running this comedy club in Hollywood and oh, how gotcha. she runs okay, it. Yeah. And then it's got 
like these open micers and like these dudes come in, they're like, Hey, we're wanting to get some stage time. And, and he's like, well, you got to sign up for the open mic. And they're like, we don't do open mics. We're professionals. He goes, Oh, sorry. Well then uh, I'll bump prior on Thursday and you guys can get a few minutes yeah. in. And, and, and the guy like flips out. He's like, you don't understand. We just moved here from fucking Boston. And it like follows up how like Carson, if he like gave you the nod to come over to the oh, couch, yeah. like it, it includes that in there. Like, it's just cool. Cause there's a lot of truth to it. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. you, and don't, so, you don't see that anymore. You don't. It's the, 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 the night, the night shows are all, completely but you don't different. see that anymore. I mean, like, it, that used to be the way, like, to do it was if Carson called you over, you yeah, were, you were gonna get a show. Yeah, you were a made man. Yeah. Now there's kids eating spoonfuls of cinnamon that have more YouTube followers. Yeah, than Burt Kreischer, and they make more money than him. Yeah, you crazy. know what I mean. They have no talent. They're not doing anything. But it's it's about followers. And then YouTube's like, well, we can't ignore that. We'll Two pay chicks them. pooping in a cup. Or yeah, is that a video? Because I'll <laughs> check that out. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> is it a tall cup? <laughs> is it a big gulp? Like it's a solo cup. It's a big thing of granola. They got good aim. I can't. I can't hit that. I, don't well. know if I can poop in a cup. Like a I sure stein. can't pee in a cup. Yeah, yeah. I, man, I've had that. I, uh, I was driving to Oklahoma the other week, and I bought two of the Frost Gatorades. Okay. Because the old style. You drink them down, but they got a big mouth. You can, you can put your dick all the way in there, and then you won't spill it on yourself. Well, they redesigned the bottle, and now you're just shy of fitting all the way in, and it uh, made for a spilly, splashy trip. <laughs> all right. Well, look, it's been fun. It's been real. But we, we're gonna cut this we, one. We off. talked about things to watch other than us. Listening to us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Make sure you do listen to us. Subscribe yeah. to us. Give us some of that love. Send us some questions. Uh, whatever. But keep listening. Let, keep, let us know uh, you're listening. Keep telling some friends about us, please. And uh, that'll be it. We appreciate it, guys. Have a good one.